Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You're listening to the Travis Thomas Show on WEEI and on the Odyssey app. Sweet. Travis Thomas experience on WEEI taking your phone calls 617-779-7937. Travis Thomas experience on social media. Give me a follow. I'm a great follow, baby. Yeah. Take your phone calls. I'm asking you a very simple question, but a very <laughs> complex answer is required. How in the hell do you fix the Patriots? I opened the show today. Uh, last hour by essentially telling my life story and saying that, you know, I leaned into change. I embraced change. I could have stayed in the area where I'm from, in D.C. and Maryland. I had a poppin' radio show. I was on TV. I had a lot of things going for me. And I could have just stayed the course. And a lot of people in my life told me to. Nah, man, you don't want to move now. What are you thinking? Just keep doing what you're doing. Be patient. Status quo, brah. And then I had some people in my life that were like, hey, Boston's presenting itself for a reason. Take it. And I listened to that, and it was the right decision. I love it here. My family's happy. You guys are nuts about sports. I mean, so am I. It's a perfect match. I'm not going anywhere. I mean, I may get a lobster roll right now while I'm taking these phone calls. It's actually not a bad idea. So I told that story to say I think the Patriots need to embrace change. It's time. And I hear this all the time. Oh, it's the end of a dynasty. What do you think it's going to last forever? I mean, come on. Brady's not even in the game anymore. Move off of Belichick. You know, wish him the best. Do it the right way. Wait till the end of the season. Pay him what you got to pay him. Let him go pick where he wants to go. I've heard that today, too. Trade them to wherever you want. Make them deal with it. Yeah, right. Sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right. Bill Belichick in Carolina, right? Stop. Let the guy do whatever he wants. Has he not earned that? Just let him do it somewhere else is what I say. Bring in a young offensive mind. Draft a quarterback. I gave you 8 to 10 to start the show. Not named Caleb Williams. Although he would be great. But there are other guys in the college game you could take. 
And then you know what? The way the defense is loaded right now, I mean, that buys you time to, you know, be a modern offense and all. And then maybe you can win. It's not a rebuild. It's a retool. But you have to lean in the change. All right, let's hit the phone lines. I have so many calls, it'll make your head spin. Let's start with uh, Tony in Bridgewater. Tony, how do you rebuild the Pats? Hey, listen, I've been around and I've seen the Ron Rusta and the McPherson. People better be careful what they wish for, okay? You name me a coach in history of football that's a great coach that had a one without a quarterback. You go, you go back to Walsh with Montana, Shula with Marino. As a matter of fact, Shula didn't win nothing with Marino in, in, in 17 years. Reed was considered a loser until he got Mahomes. Right. What I'm trying to tell you here is very simple. The Patriots have to strike and hit on the which a tough thing to do is find a quarterback. That's what they have to do. Yeah. Belichick didn't wake up and became stupid overnight. Right. Better be careful what you wish for. If if every single coach in the league was a free agent. Belichick would get 15 phone calls to 20 phone calls within 10 minutes. People don't know, don't appreciate what they got till it's gone. Yeah, you're not wrong, Tony. I appreciate the call. Listen, I, I think <laughs> this has happened a couple times in the show. Maybe I'm not making myself clear. So you have a faction of the fan base. In fact, I call it a fraction because I don't believe they're the majority. I think they're the minority that want to run this guy out of town. Let's let's be clear here. I am not one of them. In fact, I set a caller off earlier because I said I believe Belichick deserves more credit. I gave the uh, career record without Tom Brady, 81 and 95 for Bill Belichick. Not great. Okay, the numbers speak for themselves. Who gives a rat's ass what I say? That's the numbers. But... I still feel as though there are people out there that are that call themselves Patriots fans that are just dragging this guy through the mud and saying he sucks and you got to fire him during the bye week and all that. That's nonsense. Okay? So that I'm not one of them. Let's be clear. At the same time, when you say be careful what you wish for, I am wishing for it. I'm a genie in a bottle, baby, because I'm not saying Bill doesn't deserve another job. He can still coach in this league. I wouldn't want him as my GM, I tell you that. But he's going to get that too wherever he goes because he's going to demand it. That's what he wants. And he's probably going to get it. So don't mistake me sitting here saying, you know, Bill ain't worth a damn. I, I don't feel that way. I think he deserves to go wherever he wants, get the money, the power, I'm sure he prefers somewhere with a star quarterback. Good on him. I just gave you all the teams. Buffalo, Jets, Chargers, Commanders, Atlanta, Cleveland. They all make sense. I don't believe the Giants are going to move off that coach, but the Giants make sense. Bill deserves it. I'm not the guy saying he doesn't, but I'm also not the guy saying he stinks. Let me be clear. It's time to move off a of bill for New England. Okay? Not the NFL needs to move off a of bill and he needs to retire. That's not what I'm saying. I'm ready. Be careful what you wish for. I'm wishing for it. I'm ready for a new direction. I'm ready for a modern offense. Let's get out of the Jurassic period with this team. All right, let's go to uh, Tom in Tampa on line three. Is this 
Is this the great Tom Brady coming back to me? I, I wish it was. How you doing today, Travis? Good, brother. Uh, give me one second. Let me just take you off my uh, speaker here. Sure, man. No problem. I got all day, brother. I got you, Tom. Go ahead. Cool. I um, well, I, I had two uh, two party question. It seemed like you kind of answered that one in relative if uh, Bill is still a, a valid head coach. Yeah. yeah. Um. In regards to the Patriots, though, in this draft, if there was, let's say we have a top three draft pick, Caleb Williams, Drake May, and Marvin Harrison Jr. are still on the board, and I apologize if you already answered this, but I just tuned in. Yeah. Who would you take? Because I'm very heavy on the Marvin Harrison, uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. train. Yeah, listen, and, uh, he's a I great, like he's a great player. Thanks, Tom. He's a great player. So is his dad. Uh, I did lay this out to start the show, so you may you may have just joined us. I mean, Caleb is the obvious answer. Okay, I mean, the knock on the kid is that he cried after a loss and he paints his nails. Uh, so what? He's sensitive. He can sling the ball. I'll take it. Thanks, Drake. May I like as well. Because sometimes, um, you know, UNC, let's just face it, they don't get the same talent as Ohio State, Michigan, and all these other big programs. And the kid's still putting up numbers. That is very similar to the NFL these days, isn't it? Free agency, trades, stuff's going to change for you. So I like that the kid uh, can make it happen. He can make chicken salad out of you-know-what, right? Uh, Then I, I named off all quarterbacks. All of them. I don't want to hear receiver, tackle, none of that. I like Penix. I like Bo Nix. I like J.J. McCarthy. Hell, if he comes out, I'll take Shadur Sanders, Quinn Ewers, Jaden Daniels, Jordan Travis, Riley Leonard. You get the point? All QB1s. Let's go to Phil in New Hampshire on line two. Phil, what's going on, brother? How do you fix a patch? Uh, Well, the number one thing is, I, I don't know if I'm, if I'm on state media right now, but Bob Kraft gets a buy for being budget Bob. Um, you know, you're in a state that has a millionaire's tax and the real money spending. I, I think that was, you know, people want to paint Bill in this negative light all the time. I don't think he said that real money spending thing in a way that was like, well, we did spend money before, but right. no, I think he said that because Bob gives him a very, you know, hard cap on what he's going to spend. And he's, and the way he signs players outside of some, you know, poor choices, but the way he spends money is money that is spent like a guy who's working with a tight, you know, a very hard cap. Right. So I don't, I, I think that a lot of Bob Kraft's outrage is theatrical outrage. I think he is a businessman and a shrewd one at that. Yeah. And I think that it makes Bill look bad when Bill is always building the middle class because he can't sit there and spend on the high-end talent when you have a hard cap, and then when the guy doesn't want to spend real money, you're getting yourself out of the real talent conversation because those guys want that real money. And I still believe that talk to Mr. Kraft from Tom Brady, I still believe that that was Bill saying, like, look, I need him to be a $12 million, $13 million cap hit, sure. which means you're going to have to spend real money. And the real money didn't get spent because Brady talked to Belichick but he didn't even look crap in the eye that first time he came back. Um, but outside of that, that's my plan for Bill 
would be do not allow anybody to trade for you. Mm-hmm. Play hard, play hardball, put it out there. You're not going to just coach for anybody you get traded to. Mm-hmm. And then go to the Buffalo Bills and, and, and let me sit there and watch the world burn because I love watching the world burn. <laughs> Everybody wants to drive this guy out of town. Yeah, drive him out of town. Go ahead. Watch what happens when he gets a team that he gets to fine tune because yeah. he's a fine tuner. I said he, that too, he's Phil. Not a, he's not a. Yeah, I said that too. I said, listen, they have everything there. They, I appreciate the call, Phil. They have a star QB, a defense. That team needs an edge and identity. And, you know, they're undisciplined at times. They just need to be buttoned up. Pay attention to details. Bill can go there and make it happen for sure. I mean, you guys see what we're doing, right? We're talking, well, Tom said this, and Bill didn't do that, and Robert Kraft didn't do this. This is my point. I mean, it's just time. It's time for a new voice. It's time for a new direction. Tom's not even in the game anymore, right? Let Bill go where Bill goes, wherevs. Wish him the best, and let's move forward. Uh, listen, I was going to go through all the games. I'll do that after uh, my guest. I have former big leader leaguer Cody Decker uh, coming up at 430. He'll join us. We'll talk all things Boston sports. Uh, but, you know, before I go to a break here, I don't have a lot of time, but I, I just have to get my boy on, Shakuri Wright's. Uh, who's an absolute monster, Believe Network, Fox Sports Gambler in Philly. Dude is an all-around hustler. Brother, I want to have you on as a guest and give you a good 15, 20 minutes on the show sometime soon. We need to coordinate that. But I do want to know, how would you fix this Patriots franchise right now if you were in charge? Well, first and foremost, Travis, thank you, man. You, you're absolutely the best. And and secondly, it was a real treat to meet you uh, last weekend um, down in Rhode Island. And to answer your question, and, and I'll be more than willing to, to coordinate with you um, as well, to answer your question, how do you start? First and foremost, you need a general manager. You need a general manager that, that knows how to be able to build an NFL roster because you've had that in, in Bill Belichick, but – there, there, there was a time in which that there was a fatal flaw in which that Belichick had, and that was he was not willing to spend money on high-end talent, as you just alluded to. And I think that that pretty much has turned into the the the, the last nail in the, in the in the coffin bed, if you will. Yeah. And second, and secondly, as far as um as far as the head coach is concerned, I think that it's time to start looking at some of the younger potential um, coach prospects are around the league, whether uh, maybe some, someone who is a, a, a coordinator, may, maybe an Eric B enemy, for example, um, or, or like, like a look around the league to see what, uh, what else is available. But I do think that the, that the necessity of a general manager that has experience, that has the ability to be able to build an NFL roster is absolutely um, important um, right now at this current stage. Cause I don't know who, if, and I don't, I don't think anybody could really answer the question in terms of, can like what's the, the direction that the Patriots are going in, and and that's something that I think like that's really the hard question that that Kraft has to be able to answer. What what is the direction? Because right now I don't see any. Yeah, no doubt. As always, you and I agree uh, on this topic, and you know, like I said, uh, reach out to me. You have my number. I want to bring you back on. Uh, I would have loved to have you today too, especially with what's going on with the Bruins. So. Uh, reach out to me. I'm going to have you on the show next time I'm on, and we're going to chop it up, man. It was great to meet you. I think you're kick-ass. You're doing a great job, man, and let's be in contact. I appreciate you calling the show. Absolutely. I'll, I'll, I'll reach out to you this week.
My man. All right, uh, take your Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Phone call 617-779-7937. How do you fix a Patriots? We'll talk that all show. Former big leaguer Cody Decker joins us next to discuss all things sports and what he thinks Craig Breslow will do to bolster the Red Sox this offseason. How about a little move today? He's already moving and shaking today with the Sox. All that more coming up. Travis Thomas on WEEI. Here's what's trending. This is the Travis Thomas Show on WEEI. Travis Thomas on WEEI taking your phone calls 617-779-7937. Travis Thomas experience on social media. I think that's uh, one of the hardest opening lines in a rap song. Shout out to Drake for that. Had hit records on my demo. I mean, you know how damn good your demo must be to have hit records on it. You know how bad demos are? I've made demos in my career, especially early on. Oh, my God. Terrible. Awful. Taking your phone calls. I want to hear hit records on your demo. 617-779-7937. A couple minutes from now, former big leaguer Cody Decker joins us to discuss all things sports. Uh, he's actually co-host of Beatle and Decker on Mad Dog Sports Radio on Sirius XM. Uh, so my question I've been asking all show long is how in the hell do you fix the Patriots? Now, luckily, uh, they're on a bye week right now. So <laughs> tomorrow we don't have to uh, cuss and fuss uh, as they get their ass beat again. We can take a break from that, and hopefully we'll see what happens against the Giants, although I know many of you uh, want them to lose to the Giants 
to get a better draft pick, which I also respect. Let's go to David uh, on line one. David, how would you fix the Patriots, brother? Thank you, Travis. Uh, here's my thoughts. Bill Belichick is an excellent coach, yep. and the Patriots are an excellent team. And Belichick was terrific during the Brady era. Yes. My feeling is they need a refresh. I think Belichick needs a refresh. I think he's tired. I think the, the Patriots need a refresh. Just like Goff went from the Rams to the Lions, and look what he's doing. Tannehill went from Miami uh, to um, Tennessee, and look what he did. I just think Belichick would be much better off and more invigorated by leaving, and I think the Patriots could use a fresh set of eyes. I hope they, I hope they don't do much better for the rest of the season. They get the third pick. They get a quarterback that is not just a system quarterback, but maybe somebody that can just make plays out of the system. Yeah. I just think, I think it would be better for Belichick, and I think it would be better for the Patriots just to have a fresh set of eyes for each other and just a refresh. Yeah. And it doesn't make Belichick a bad guy. It doesn't make the Patriots a bad team just means it's time to change. Also, when you have a GM that's also the coach, that's a tough one. When both of them are clicking on all cylinders, everything is great. When one part of it goes down, you got a problem. That's why you don't put husband and wives in the same company. When yeah. one gets, you know, ready to get fired, you got to let the other one go too. I, I just think let's move on and everybody will be happy. I think you're right, David, and that's a great analogy. I appreciate the call. I mean, even your top CEOs of these Fortune 500 companies all, for the most part, say the same thing, is that, you know, I reached that next level of success when I learned to delegate and I stopped trying to be the hero and wear every damn hat at one time within the company. I think most of your best companies are ran that way. There are some exceptions, obviously, but I, I think you make a lot of great points, and we really see it the same way. In fact, uh, speaking of seeing things the same way, can I just tell you? So I want to bring in former big leaguer and co-host of Beetle and Decker on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Cody Decker now, because uh, I, I want to tell our bromance origin story, if I may. So Cody and I met officially on an audition for a sports betting show in the radio space the radio. and everyone involved it was like a panel basically it was four or five of us cody and myself included and everyone else i would say very talented but sort of like straight laced right and then me and cody were the only degenerates present okay and we were wild and crazy, insane, and a bromance was born that day and has lived on since. We have kept in contact. We've been guests on each other's shows. I keep promising I'm going to come out west and visit them. Uh, I've yet to do it, but it's going to happen at some point. So I welcome them uh, to the first time here to WEEI now, my, my new digs codes. Welcome home, my friend. You handsome, handsome man. How have you been? I will let you know one thing, buddy. If you were to come visit me out west, there's a slight problem. I've been living in New York City for the last almost two years, oh! so you might be wasting some money. Oh, I've been saving up. I've, on, had a, I've had a little El Paso uh, saving up account. Now you're telling me I can blow it all in the Big Apple? Come on. Oh. El Paso, bro. I've been. I'm from LA. I just visited El Paso. Oh! I'm an LA kid that lives in New York City. Let's go. Yeah, no, no. I've been. 
I, I came out here about a year and a half ago when I got the opportunity to co-host the Carton Show on FS1. Had a blast doing that for a full year, and now I'm over there at Sirius with uh, doing Beetle and Decker, doing our thing. He's Michelle Beetle, an absolute legend in the industry. Yeah. Not unlike Craig Carton himself, but let's be real clear. There's only one legend in the industry I want to hear the voice of, and that's you, my <laughs> man. The man that gives me an experience every time I hear him talk. Former big leaguer and co-host of Beetle and Decker on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Cody Decker, joining me here. So, all right, give me that story because clearly I missed that whole chapter of how it happened. I know you're on the show, but tell me about the show and sort of how it came about. Which show are you talking about? <laughs> God, man, I can't even keep up with you. The, the Beetle and Decker show. So, no, that was just me being – I was out here in New York for a year. I mean, uh, I had a couple of shows on SiriusXM on the Fantasy Sports Channel and obviously MLB Network right. and all that jazz. And I started filling in for Mad Dog whenever he would take vacation days. And then all of a sudden, I started pairing me with Michelle. And we started chatting about time slots and if I was interested in joining them. And I had no idea that uh, what, I, what was really taking place was I was being considered to be working full-time with Michelle. Didn't even know that was a potential option. One day I got the phone call. They were like, hey, man, would you like to work with Michelle Beadle? And I said, yeah, she's Michelle Beadle is one of the coolest people I've ever known. Like, wow. truly. I, I, I'm not saying this hyperbole because I work with her. Dude, like, she is just an absolute baller. Like, everything about this, this woman, she's smart as hell, wicked sharp, takes a joke, punches back as hard as anyone in the world when it comes to any joke. Mm. Just couldn't be a bigger fan if I tried. So the fact that we are getting the, getting the chance to cut it up for three hours a day it's just been an absolute blast. We're, we're having a blast. I think uh, our callers are loving it. And, I, man, if you guys get a chance, give it a listen. You will not regret it. Or you will. I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> well, I've been a fan of hers for a long time and, and obviously a fan of yours. So it makes a lot of sense. That's a deadly combination there. I like it. So let me bring you in to the topic of the day, brother. I, I mean, you okay. know. The Patriots. So at this point, especially as someone who's played sports his whole life, don't you, would you say that there comes a time when it's just time for a change? If it's the same voice for a bunch of years or you have the same routine even as an athlete for a bunch of years, sometimes you need to mix it up. I mean, isn't it time for a little hot sauce? I think it's time to move off of Belichick here in New England, Brady's already out of the game at this point. It's clear Bill is not going to get a Super Bowl, at least here, without Brady. I think it's time to move off of Belichick and move in a different direction. What say you, as you look at the Patriots from the outside, would you say it's time to move off of Bill Belichick, or do you just stick with him and try to improve the product around him? What would you do if you were in charge, Cody Decker? If I was in charge, do I think it's time to move on from Bill Belichick? Yes and no. I think it's time to move on from the general manager that is Bill Belichick. There is no reason why this guy should be the general manager of this team. The Patriots are not a destination, people, and no one is clamoring to go play for Bill Belichick. you got to get some new blood in there that you can get to be a front office guy. And at the end of the day, what team is he been putting out on that field? It has been abysmal these last couple of years. I am not sold that he can't coach a well-constructed team. I am sold that he can no longer construct a well-constructed team. So I'm looking for, I would love them to get a new GM in there and give Bill another shot of another year to put together a winning season. If he could do that, 
extend him for a couple more years than he wants to play until he wants to shut it down. He's Bill Belichick. He's earned himself a lot more leeway than the rest of us. But you ain't lying, dude. The fact of the matter is the, the proof is right there in the pudding, dude. He doesn't win without Tom Brady. And until he wins without Tom Brady, it was Tom Brady the whole time. Yeah. Uh, Cody Decker, former big leaguer, joining us here on the Travis Thomas Experience. He's also the co-host of Beetle and Decker on Mad Dog Sports Radio. Uh, I want to talk Red Sox, Red Sox with you and baseball in general. So Craig Breslow yeah. uh, gets a gig here in Boston. So kind of the yeah. same question I had with the Patriots. I mean, if you were him, you know, what would you do to add to this roster? Uh, when you watched the Red Sox last season, you know, what was missing? What was stale? What would you try and uh, remix and improve and retool on sort of how would you, what would be your take on, uh, you know, improving this ball club? It's a hard thing to do because Breslow's got his work cut out for him. It's not that he can't be successful with this team right out the gate. He can. He's got some good pieces offensively. He's got some decent arms. But listen, the guy's a pitcher. The guy knows he needs to build a staff over there, and they need to build a staff quite fast. There are some arms that are out there that definitely intrigue me. Uh, Aaron Nola is a name that immediately pops to my mind that he should definitely get a look at from the Boston Red Sox. But they got a lot of retooling to do. And let's, make, let's not mince words here. They're in the AL East. The AL East is the AL beast for a reason. This was a season where the Red Sox and the Yankees were down at the bottom of the barrel of this division. That is not a statement that has been said a lot of times in the last 25 years. So the fact of the matter is they need to bolster their pitching immediately. They need to spend money immediately, unless the goal is to build a new type of franchise from the ground up. When I played for that organization, it was for two and a half months, and I was stuck in double and triple A. And I thought that was an organization that really knew how to develop young talent. They were, it was a good group, but that was two front offices ago. Right. I, I'd be lying if I said I knew exactly how these guys are developing that young talent. And based on the product they put on the field last year, it doesn't look like they have been developing a ton of young talent. So hopefully they can get something going. They do have some young guys that are definitely going to make an impact. In fact, you know, that, what's the name of that, uh, the first baseman just, who just became a runner-up in the uh, uh, Rookie of the Year? Not to mention uh, Yoshida, I honestly think, is a potential legit star in Major League Baseball. But losing out on Justin Turner, and obviously they let J.D. Martinez go a year earlier and having him a resurgent year in Los Angeles, there's a lot of pieces that are out there they should go try to get their hands on. Cody Bellinger is going to be a guy that a lot of people are going to be after. I know people are mentioning Shohei Otani, but listen, I really think that is a two- or three-team race, and I don't think the Red Sox are in it. It's not that they can't afford him. I just don't think he's the immediate fix that makes the Red Sox win. And I think if they were to sign that $450 million contract, oh. which he's likely going to sign, that's going to hamstring that team for years to come. I don't think it's the right move for them. For the Giants and the Dodgers, by all means, go right ahead. That's what they need to do, but I don't think it's good for the Red Sox. I think the Red Sox are going to be in good hands really quick. Breslow's a smart guy. He's a likable guy. Everybody really digs him. Ex-teammate of mine on Team Israel years ago. Don't have enough nice words to say about him. I think the Red Sox future is in really good hands. Yeah, uh, Tristan Cassis was the name you were looking for. Absolute stud. Yeah, he can ball. By the way, I want to go back to um, Shohei Otani for a second because, you know, you threw a couple teams out there. One of them, I completely agree, and I don't understand for the life of me why they can't get more star players. I think the Giants is a perfect fit for Shohei. It's a team that could use them right now, and, and he could actually help get them over the hump. 
unlike here in Boston, I agree with you. They need arms, and we don't even know if this guy – we know he's not going to pitch next season, and we're not sure how he's going to look when he comes back to pitching or even in what capacity, for that matter, uh, with the Tommy John. So I think the Giants make a lot of sense, and I never understand for the life of me why they can't land – more big fish. They always go after guys, and they always end up being the bridesmaid instead of the bride. Uh, I remember being in D.C. covering the Nationals, and we were being told that Bryce Harper, it was a done deal, and then all of a sudden the Phillies swooped in, sweetened the deal, made it longer, and they got Bryce. But we were told uh, he was pretty much a San Francisco giant, and it was a layup uh, until Philly swooped in. So for Shohei, you said Dodgers, Giants. Are those the main two? Do you think there's other teams? For your money, where does Otani end up? I think he ends up a Dodger. And if he doesn't end up a Dodger, he ends up a Giant. That's what I honestly firmly believe. These are two teams with an outrageous amount of money that are willing to spend. And the Dodgers last year let two Turners leave, walk right out the door without even making them contract offers. The reason they were doing that was because they know they were about to get ready to offer five to six hundred million dollars for a Shohei Otani. I never thought the words would come out of my mouth where I say Shohei Otani getting Tommy John surgery is the best thing that could have happened to Los Angeles Dodgers because it really saved them two hundred million. Yeah. Yeah, it's no doubt about that. All right, Cody Decker. There are other teams, though, Travis. There's also, like, I've been trying to temper a lot of people, not unlike how I just mentioned about the Red Sox. Yeah. Listen, if the Red Sox got Shohei Otani, I'm not going to complain. Sure. I don't know what else to say. I will celebrate just like everyone else in Boston should celebrate. However, I do worry that it's not enough for him. I think they need to build in other spots, yeah. and they would be a little more successful. I think there's a better fit elsewhere. It's the same thing with the Cubs. I know a lot of Chicago fans are like, oh, man. Let's get Shohei. You ain't getting Shohei. Your biggest contract ever was Jason Hayward. You ain't paying $400 million to Shohei. (laughs) Well, I I mean, listen, I can't speak on the Cubs too much. I will ask you something about them in a second. But as far as here, I just think you could allocate those funds to other areas, as you said. Uh, There's other holes that need to be addressed. And you can address them for what you would pay a Shohei Otani. Uh, You went off. You had an epic go-off rant about Craig Council to the Cubs. Uh, I I just (laughs) – now that you're a little more calm about it, uh, you didn't like the move, huh? No. No, I didn't. Well, here's the thing. I didn't like the move because I don't like Craig Council. I like Craig Council. I think Craig Council is a very good manager. That highest-paid manager in baseball – I'm not sure what he's done to justify such a thing. Sure. Is it because of all of those championship banners that are currently in Milwaukee? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Dude's won one playoff series since he's been a manager for 10 years. And again, it's not because he's not capable. Obviously, he's capable. But how they got rid of David Ross, who oh. did a phenomenal job, and the owner of the team literally 30 days before this announcement came out, Said and uh, you know I'm paraphrasing the quote, but basically saying how great of a job that David Ross did this year and the team galvanized around him. That's why we made that run. That team was not a phenomenal team on paper. I'm sorry. Period. Stop. I don't care how you shake it. They had guys that played out of their minds that made a run, and then you kick the guy out the door in the the most Joe Pesci Goodfellas thinking he's about to be a made man moment I've ever seen. And it was just weird to me. And for a team that doesn't have a lot of big contracts and they are, they already lost out on Cody Bellinger immediately signing back. Yeah. They're going to be in a bidding war for him. They're talking about getting Otani. 
You're not even be able to get back Bellinger. You need to bolster your bullpen. You need to bolster your starting staff. You need more bats. You're going to need a new center fielder. And you're telling me you're paying $40 million to your manager? That's an odd choice. I don't get it. If it works, great. You guys can all yell at me and tell me how wrong I was. But I'm rarely wrong. <laughs> That's the truth. That's the truth. I can uh, co-sign that. And listen, you know, uh, we all know and love David Ross around these parts. I think the Cubs definitely did him dirty. Cody Decker, former big leaguer, co-host of Beto and Decker on Mad Dog Sports Radio. Check him out. He's the man. I am actually uh, relieved to hear that you're in New York because now I can actually – Come visit you sometime soon. So I'll be in contact with you for that, brother. Uh, you say that, but you say that every time you hear my beautiful, beautiful tones. I mean, to be fair, I thought you were somewhere between El Paso and Los Angeles. It's not exactly easy to get to either one of those, but now you're in the Big Apple. I could That's a hop, skip, and a jump, baby. I'm coming to see you. Believe it. Hey, don't think for a second I ain't willing to go over there to catch a game over at Fenway, oh! man. Technically, they... Technically, I was a Red Sox for two months. Don't think for a second I don't want to get back over there and see some old faces. Oh, how about that? A little Cody Decker, Travis Thomas connection here in Boston, baby. I'm loving that. We'll talk. We'll make it happen, bro. Maybe we'll get you in studio hanging out with your boy. I uh, appreciate the love and support always, man, and we'll do it again soon. Ah, oh, dude, love you. You're so good looking. Have a great rest of your show. <laughs> Takes one to know one. Love that guy right there. Uh, let's get to my man, Nick, who's been holding on so long I grew hair on top of my head, which I didn't think was possible, and then I'll go to break. Nick, what's happening, brother? How do you fix the Patriots? Hey, bro, so I got a quick, uh, real simple analogy for you. First off, I just want to tell you you do a great job. I'm a big fan of yours, man. Thank you, brother. Um, yeah, so I got a quick example of when I realized we needed to change something, but a real quick analogy for you. If you owned a successful business for 20 years and you started to see decline in money and a loss after five years, how many more years are you going to wait to make a change, dude? I'm going to make a change immediately, immediately. But, uh, anyway, this is when I noticed that they needed to change something. And this was early in the season before things got really bad. Um, Dolphins game. Raheem Moshe touchdown run. Yep. Pulls a play. The entire line blocks the opposite direction and pulls with Jalen Waddle as the lead blocker. The center stood up like it was a pass. The guards flailed out, tackled sat inside and froze the edge. Guy walks into an end zone, untouched, faking an entire defense out. I saw that play and I said to myself, they need a guy that's going to call a play like that. They need to get one of these guys, young, offensive-minded guys. My ideal choice is Harbaugh. But, I mean, I know Cliff Kingsbury's out there. Throw him on the staff somewhere. And we live in a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately world, man. So they got to get one of these young guys in there that know how to call plays like that and that you can win games that way. Yeah, one no play doubt. Call like that. No doubt. I tell you one thing. Uh, we agree on a lot, Nick. I appreciate the call, especially the Harbaugh um, thought process. I'm with you on that. But uh, one thing <laughs> I'm going to draw the line at is Cliff Kingsbury, okay? I mean, listen, if he's an OC, I'm cool with that. I don't know if he's really interested in that path. Uh, I'm sure he wants to get back into being a head coach, but I want no parts of him as a head coach, as a head coach. Uh, If he's calling play, you know what? You go Gerard Mayo, head coach, 
and you bring in Kingsbury as your offensive coordinator, I think you're cooking with grease. I think that can work. Uh, if you're trying to sell me on Kingsbury as a head coach, uh, what do they say on Shark Tank? For that reason, I'm out. <laughs> I mean, I want no parts of that. 617-779-7937. Uh, get in here. Let's talk some football. Travis Thomas experience on social media as well. I've been teasing it all show, and I haven't got to it yet. I want to run through uh, all the games. We'll do that at 5 o'clock. When we come back next, I'll just do the AFC East games for tomorrow. And uh, we're talking football, and we're partying here on Travis Thomas Experience on WEEI. Broadcasting from the greatest sports city in the world. From the Rubenstein Law Studios, 1-800-BOS-LEGAL. This is WEEI. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Travis Thomas on WEEI taking your phone call 617-779-7937. Travis Thomas experience on social media as well. We're just talking football and partying. If you love football like we do, get in here. 617-779-7937. When we'll come back, I'll go through all the games on the slate tomorrow. But look, right now, I want to focus on the AFC East games because, listen, (laughs) at least tomorrow, you don't have to cuss and fuss at the TV. I mean, I have young kids at my house. You understand? Six and four years old, okay? So when Patriots games are on, I mean, they are getting a real education in the school of hard knocks. I mean, (laughs) the language that is coming out of their father's mouth during Patriots games. Uh, it's just, I mean, it's its a lot. It's a lot. Uh, to the point where I hear my wife go, Travis, watch your language around the kids. And then I say, only daddy talks this way. <laughs> go play with your toys or something. Mac Jones. You... With that being said, There's no Patriots game tomorrow, so it'll be a kinder, gentler Travis Thomas experience. So the Raiders are in South Beach taking on the Dolphins. Listen, I want to give the Raiders a little bit of props before I absolutely destroy them with what I'm about to say. Uh, I think they have a spirited group. I think Antonio Pierce has taken over, former player, Great player. I, I was a big fan of him uh, as a linebacker with the Giants. He sort of coaches how he played, right? Uh, intense, in your face, not afraid of anyone, tough guy. You know, when you think Raiders, it kind of makes sense for Antonio Pierce. If I'm not mistaken, I think he's from that area. I believe he's from, like, Compton or something. So, I, I you know, it works. 
I think he's going to have success. They are paying gazillions of dollars out to coaches who are no longer even there from Gruden and McDaniels. Uh, you know, it, it's a mess. So here you get Antonio Pierce on the cheap. Uh, you know, he's kind of learning on the job. The players respond to him, seem to like him. I think the Raiders are a tough out every other week except this week. <laughs> I think they're going to get smoked by the Dolphins at home, and there's no shame in that. But I do think the Raiders are headed in the right direction. Uh, how about this one? Jets in Orchard Park taking on the Bills. And, you know, this is a big game for both teams. I mean, listen, I think it's a must win for both teams. Now, obviously, I believe the Bills are a better team, so I think they'll win the game. But the Jets need it too because uh, they are – if it hasn't happened already, I think there's got to be some infighting at this point with the Jets, I would think. I, I mean, listen, uh, I, so I covered the Baltimore Ravens when they had a guy named Kyle Bowler. Does anyone remember that name? He was a highly touted first-round draft pick. Uh, I believe he was from UCLA, somewhere out west, or Cal or something. And the Ravens took him in the first round. And they had this dominant defense that all of us remember. And, you know, this kid couldn't play. <laughs> and they stuck with him and stuck with him and stuck with him for years and years and years. And he just couldn't play. And eventually, uh, there was a mutiny where Ray Lewis and that, that, that defense was like, listen, bro, I mean, we're busting our hind parts here every year, year in, year out. And we're getting to the playoffs in spite of our quarterback play. And, you know, this is ridiculous. And eventually, uh, those guys turned on him. And they had to move off of Kyle Bowler as a franchise, and it was the best thing that ever happened to him. But they wasted time doing it. That's what I think is got to be happening with the Jets at some point, if it's not already. You cannot keep asking this defense to go out week after week after week and be dominant, and then Zach Wilson blows the game for you. I, I mean, it just can't happen. It's Groundhog's Day. You're going to get coaches fired. You're going to get everything blown up around there. So I, I think the Bills need it more, and they're, uh, you know, more talented, and they're at home. But by no stretch is this some get-right game for the Bills either because they're a mess, undisciplined. Josh Allen is regressing since Brian Dable left. Uh, I don't believe the Bills are a playoff team. I know that may shock some of you, but – I, you know, I don't see it. I think they're too undisciplined, too sloppy with the football. What say you? NFL action. Patriots, we're talking it all. 617-779-7937. Travis Thomas Experience on social media. I'll go through the rest of the games when we come back. Travis Thomas Experience, W-E-E-I. W-E-E-I. I love E-I, man. W-E-E-I. W-E-E-I. <laughs> New England. Sports Original. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? 
Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.